Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good morning, Alan, and thanks for having me. Um, yeah. May is Awareness Month, Worldwide uh, Lyme Disease Awareness Month, and we're just trying to, uh, yeah, prevent other people from right. going down that long journey I had. It's so. amazing because I discussed Lyme disease last week on the program and I knew you were coming up as a guest and I just said to the person who brought it up amongst other medical issues that we were actually going to focus in on it this week. So here you are now, Anne, and it turns out that you got the answers in Switzerland that you had Lyme disease. So you've been on quite a journey. Talk us through your eventual diagnosis, if you don't mind, please. Um well, I was eight years sick. I got uh, well. I don't. I don't remember getting the bite. That's my problem, Alan. Uh, I was at my nephew's wedding in ninety in September ninety five in New Jersey, and I was perfectly healthy. I did the mini marathon that year, and I used to line dance, set dance, and love dancing. Yeah. And I came home from that trip, and I was barely able to get out of bed. Right. Uh, it was really weird. Uh, we've we had four school-going children at the time, so, um, yeah, it was a problem. And um, the doctor kept referring me to different consultants and yeah. uh, had loads of blood tests done. And all it showed is I was anemic and I had uh, underactive thyroid, and they were putting the fatigue down to that first. But uh, I didn't make a bit of difference on medication. Um yeah, and uh, in February 97, I got Bell's palsy, which is facial paralysis. Now, that's meant to clear up in, in a short period of time, but all these years later, I still my face still paralyzed. Um, I got um, pneumonia in 2000, and I was in Beaumont for three weeks. Yeah. And I got in... Um, intravenous antibiotics for a month and I thought I was cured after that but it all kicked off again then right. after a, a couple of months so um, yeah. I had to do something I couldn't keep functioning so uh, an English support group I heard about Dr. Meir in Switzerland and I borrowed money in our local credit union and my sister came with me and I had loads of blood tests done, and then I had a scan done in Basel Hospital, yeah. a brain scan, and it showed that I had vasculitis in my brain, and I was at high risk of stroke. And she, she told me at that time I shouldn't even have been flying. All right. So um, I, I, you, you've given me so much information there, but just go back the bite you talked about. And in fact, I'm, I was trying to remember where I discussed Lyme disease. It was actually with Martin Breen from O'Shea Breen and Bramley last week in our veterinary slot that he talked about yes, yes. Uh, ticks and animals, and particularly when you're in woodland areas. So, yeah, and the vets know more about it. Yeah. <laughs> the poor dogs get looked after better, Alan. Yeah. So but do, I, have you see, any recollection of the tick? Have you any no, recollection of the bite? No, no. No, no. The only thing I had after coming home is I had a mark on my leg and I went to the pharmacy and they thought it was ringworm and I got cream for that. In hindsight, like this back in the 90s now, so in hindsight, that was a bullet. I must have got bitten there and I didn't see. See, the, the ticks, some of them, they're little nymph ticks. They're so tiny, like uh, the size of a pinhead, you know, that you mightn't even notice them. Right. You know, and and so. you put all this down to this 
Uh, all, yeah. I mean, I have the list. You've gone through them. Anemia, osteoarthritis in my spine, yeah. facial yeah. paralysis, pneumonia, yeah. costochondritis, yeah. acute renal failure. Oh, my God. Uh, and you are, you're a living legacy, that is for sure. Uh, and you put all this down to this taking this bite, do you? Well, it has to be, yeah. I've met people worse off than me, but not all the same. At least I'm on my feet now and I'm able to function, uh, even on my own. My husband died in 2017 after caring for me for all them years. Uh, and I was lucky to have him. Not every patient is, is blessed with family support or friends support, but I was one of the lucky ones. And I had my GP who was brilliant as well. Yeah, yeah. Can, can you just uh, locate Switzerland in this story then? What happened in Switzerland? Is that where you were diagnosed? That's where I went to Flamat. It was outside Bern. Um, an English patient had gone a few months previously and he had tracked his whole, everywhere he stayed, the flights he took, all the details of trains and I printed everything off, Alan, and I brought it with me and I followed the details to the letter. And uh, yeah, uh, we I had loads of blood tests done. I had about four appointments with the doctor in nine in the nine days I was in Switzerland, and I had the spec scan the second day in Basel Hospital, and they contacted her with the results kind of that evening. So I got the results pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. So now, since your diagnosis, you have become an advocate for people with Lyme disease. Well, me and many others, to be honest. I was on TikTok Ireland is our main support group, and I was on that until after Mick died. I just, um, yeah, yeah, I needed time to myself. Do do you believe that the the, um, knowledge of the disease here is poor amongst medical professionals? Because I can't imagine too many of us, if we are worried about this, are going to have the, the funding to get to Switzerland. Lander, you know. Well, well, I hadn't. I borrowed it, and we had to pay it back. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, look, yeah, doctors are trying, but look, if the basic tests are are not adequate, which you know they're not accurate, rather, the Eliza test is the basic test that's done here, and if that's negative, they don't do the Western blot, which is a more advanced one, which is done in Portland Downs in England. Yeah. So, like, if the initial test is negative, you don't you don't get the more in, um, complicated test. We result that many of our patients are getting tested in Germany in Armin Labs and Igenix in California. Yeah. And the problem is then that our foreign results are not recognised here, even though they're from accredited labs as well. So. We, look, we've had meetings with the health minister, junior health minister, Rockless meetings, you name it. We've tried everything. Yeah. And this year, in memory of a young mother from the Midlands who died in early April, uh, we decided that, look, if we can get signage up by county councils and hopefully the OPW will come on board, and that, look, it might prevent someone else from getting infected because right. the testing is just not accurate. I don't know how they'll improve it, but they need to come to listen or to check in with some of those uh, specialised labs and see what they're doing different, you know, to improve things. You and, know? and are you well now since you got the diagnosis? What sort of treatment, I, what sort of treatment are you on? I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm, my face keeps swelling up on a regular basis and I got COVID last year and it kicked off on my symptoms, the fatigue and my memory issues, which 
like, look, I'm, I'll be 70 this year, and my memory is just, it, it, it hadn't been good, right? Right. And, but I'm improved now again, but um, in February, my, as well as my face swelling up from my chin up to my eyeballs, my tongue swelled up again, Alan. And that was the first time that happened. And I was scared. It Because for two days and two nights, I didn't sleep properly. I was afraid when, to go sleep. When did sleep. this happen, Anne? When did this happen? Just in February this year. February this year. All right. So and so last year, last week, I went to a doctor in that was recommended to me, a, a, a dental guy that I met at a conference some years ago. And I went and I had a load test done. And yeah. I still have infection in it's in my jawbone the side i have the paralysis at and it's in my gums and my sinus mm. so uh the thing is i have to decide now yeah okay where I, you, you yeah. certainly have created awareness today so I, I have to round off our chat now but you are part of a, a facebook support group can you tell me about that please well i i I started a Facebook page in 2018, uh, Lime Chat era. Uh, in my innocence, I thought it was just going to be a small little group. We now nearly have 700 members. And that's, some of them might be on TikTok and on their support group, but they have about 3,000. So, look, um, it's a big problem, and I wish someone... Like, they can use me as a guinea pig and go back through my history if someone medical is listening. Yeah. But we need signage, Alan, to prevent, try and prevent someone else yeah. from... And what, from would, what would you like on the signage, Anne? What would you put on the signage? To be honest, um, uh, Matthew Noonan from Kilkenny is the junior minister, and he answered queries from Catherine Connolly, I think, from Galway, about signage. So they're on board... Uh, with funding and everything. Uh, and he said to contact the HSE as well. So in Kilkenny, the, our mayor, David Fitzgerald, put forward a motion and the signs have been erected there a month ago. Hmm. Now, we want them on the, in the OPW parks as well because they are bigger parks. Okay. And, but there is just you know, a small bit of awareness um, that they got the information from the HSE. Hmm. Maybe some of it is not... 100% the way we'd find it, you know, because... Yeah. Here's an interesting one that's coming in. A caller said that her husband got a bite from a tick. He got an abscess between his vertebrae and his spine. He went to Bowman Hospital. He was on 20 antibiotics per day for six weeks after he was discharged from hospital. And then this listener goes on to say that you can get a spray to keep bugs away in supermarkets yeah. and pharmacies and you should spray before you go walking in the woods. And I think I'm, we're... I, I'm going to take that on board if I'm going running. I, I, I was just going to tell you that, like... It's all prevention at this stage and, and just be careful, yeah. Um, and, and like, yeah, I mean, dogs get uh, tick bites and the vets are able yeah. to remove them safely and, yeah. Ple- pleasure so. to talk to you. I have uh, to, and we have a conference coming up in Port yeah. Leash the end of May as well. End so. of May, right. Yeah. So yeah. my final question, what would you hope to see happen over the next few years for people with Lyme disease in Ireland? That has to be our final question. Well, listen, that they can get get diagnosed and treated here like every other complaint. That we we don't have to spend thousands trying to get tests and done abroad and go abroad for treatment. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.